On the Pasuk of Yohavta L'Reicha Komoicha, Rashi brings the statement of Rabbi Akiva from Torah's Koyanim, Zeklal Godel Batoira, this is a great rule or a great principle in the Torah. Mepharshim explain that Rabbi Akiva was trying to bring out the greatness of this mitzvah, that this is an Indian Klali, a general idea in the whole Torah. This is similar to the famous statement of Hillel, who said, the Allah Sani, that which is hated to you, Lechavrach Leisavid, don't do to your fellow. Zui Kolatayra Kula, this is the whole Torah, the Idach Pirushu, and everything else is commentary. Says the Rebbe, we need to understand, Pirush Rashi Alatayra simply is not a Musar Sefer. It's not coming to inspire Yidin to fulfill mitzvahs, rather, as Rashi himself gives out the rule, Vanilo Ivasi, the only reason I came for is Elul just simply to explain the meaning, the simple meaning of the Psukim. Now, of course, from Rashi, we can and we should take out all other amazing inyanim in all parts of Torah as well, and even in the secrets of the Torah, what's called Yenoshel Torah, including also things that are going to impact us also in our conduct and our behavior, every person's behavior every single day. But first and foremost, every word in Rashi is necessary to understand Pshutesh Mikra. In our case, we need to understand what was the difficult over here, the difficulty in our Pasuk, which is being answered by what Rashi says, that V'yahav to is a klal gadol b'toyra. Another thing we need to understand is, why Rashi is bringing over here, quoting the name who said it, Rabbi Akiva. Rashi only does this when this is in some way going to help understand the Pirush as explained many times. The Rebbe says there's an expression, Hakushia Toiv, the question is good, Vatirut's Pashat, and the answer is also a very simple and obvious one. Says the Rebbe the same thing in our case. When we learn the Pashat, that the love to another year has to be exactly like oneself, so immediately a question arises, a very simple question. Why then do we need to have many of the other commandments in the Torah, like for example, to be told not to steal and not to rob and not to take revenge, etc., etc. Most of the mitzvahs bin Adam Lachaveiroi. If we have the mitzvah of if we fulfill that one properly, automatically we won't do all of these terrible things to another Jew. On the contrary, we're going to look to do to, with him only goodness, only kindness. Furthermore, in the exact same way as we would like it for ourselves, Kamoicha says, Rebbe, this is what's being answered by what Rashi tells us, that the Ahav Tolereacha Kamoicha is a klal gadol b'toyra. What does this mean simply? That the Ahav Tolereacha Kamoicha is a klal. It's like a general rule. And like every rule, it includes many, many details. And those are going to be all of those mitzvahs that were just mentioned before. And, that, and that's the reason why the Torah tells us also those mitzvahs. Because as we find in a number of cases, many times, that the Pasuk will tell us both to cloud the general rule, and also all the many details, even things that would, would have been self-understood. Now, one could still ask, that's all very nice if those details are being said right next to the rule in the Torah. But in our case, many of these details are spread in many parts of the Torah, how can you then say that all of these different mitzvahs are all details of a klal, of a rule, that says, one particular part of the Torah? This is why Rashi tells us that it's not only a klal, it's not only a rule, but it's a klal gadol b'toyrah. That means to say, when do we say that the details need to say next to the klal, next to the, next to the rule? That's by a regular rule, by a regular klal. 
But in our case, since we are is a klau godil, it's a very major rule within the whole Torah. It includes many, many details. Amongst them, some of those details are themselves klolim rules and principles for other things. And it's a klau godil in all of Torah. By this kind of klal, it doesn't necessarily have to be, and in fact, it's not even possible that all of the details are going to stand right next to the klal. The Rebbe now moves on to explain some other questions that are answered by Rashi's statement of The Rebbe says we need to understand. Number one, the Rebbe says, similar to the famous question that's asked, how is it generally even possible to command a person about a midosh about a feeling within the heart? A person could be in control over his actions, but not everyone could just create a feeling, a mido in the heart. How can we then command every single yid that he should love in his heart, have a love in his heart to another yid? And not only that, but to every single yid. When al-derech apshat, when we say v'yahavta clearly it refers to every single yid without any limitations, without any definitions. It simply means every single year you need to love him. And furthermore, it has to be kamoicha. In other words, how is it possible, as Mepharshim asked, that every single person should really be able to have an ava to another yid mamish kamoicha? To quote the Ramban, lo adam, a person's heart cannot manage to love his friend as he loves himself. So that's one question. Another question. A few psukim earlier, Rashi explained that any time we have in the Torah something that's called hamasur l'libay shaladim, something that's really within the heart of the person, it's something that we can't necessarily know what's going on in the heart of the person, it's deep deep inside, the Pasuk will say, you should fear Hashem, because Hashem knows what's going on in your heart. And Rashi says this a number of times later in the Torah as well. In our case then, the question is, Regarding the mitzvah of Yahaftal which is an Ava generally love is something that's in the heart. More specifically, when we say it has to be Kamoicha, that's definitely that's definitely something that's really part of the heart and only you know what's going on inside, etc. Why over here isn't this war isn't there this warning Says Rebbe, these questions are also answered by what Rashi says, is a klal. It's a klal of protim. And with this, he's also going to hint to the answer to the first question by telling us who is the one that said it, Rabbi Akiva. How is this? Says the Rebbe, number one, being that it's a klal, it's understood that how do you practically fulfill, how do you fulfill the klal? If the klal has details, then the way you fulfill the klal, the general thing, is by fulfilling those details. Starting with the things that are mentioned right over here in the psukim, just before this. Loisei lichrochel, not to be gossiping, not to hate, not to take revenge. And even before that, not to steal. If that's the case, it's understood. And when it says, we're speaking about the kinds of things on which we could give a command. These are practical Mitzvahs of action for which what person could be commanded. And in fact, over there it does say, So therefore we understand that the word obviously is going to apply also in all of those mitzvahs, wherever these things apply, wherever it could be applied. Number two, says the Rebbe, let's look at Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is of the opinion 
He says in the Gemara that Chayecha koidmim lechaye chaveircha. That your life comes before your friend's life. As we're soon going to have the example, the Rebbe is going to bring about two people going, and there's only enough water for the for one of them. In other words, according to Rabbi Akiva, it comes out that when he says Kamoiche, it doesn't mean it completely, completely, literally, absolutely like yourself. Because clearly your life comes first. The Rebbe says, when we say Kamoiche, we can explain this more like a Chafadimian. In other words, it's only similar in a certain way. In a certain detail, you have to love him like yourself, but not completely, absolutely. The Rebbe says, like we see this in the meaning of the word Kamoicha, even Al-Derech Apshat we see this, Rashi had already explained when Yehuda speaks to Yosef, and he says, Kamoicha Kifaroi, that you're like Paroi. What does Rashi say? That you are Choshev in my eyes, you are as important in my eyes, like a king. So not that Yosef is exactly like Paroi in every single way. It's only as regards to this Chashivus, and in my eyes, I consider you as important. So to in our case. In other words, to apply this now in our case. Regarding certain things, regarding the people of Mitzrayim, for example, yes, Yosef will be like Paroi. Where Paroi told him, no one's allowed to lift a hand or a foot without your permission. But what about to Paroi himself? Paroi clearly says, my throne is going to be higher than yours. In other words, to Paroi, Yosef is not exactly like himself. So he's only kamoicha to a certain degree. So too in our case. Let's speak about this idea again of two people where one's life comes before the other. So as long as it's not touching your own life. So then yes, we have to l'recha kamoicha. You love him as yourself. You're going to do for the other person. The actions you're going to do for the other person is just like you do for yourself. But when it comes to your very life itself, like in the case where there are two people walking, walking bederech on the way, one of them has a bottle of water, and if there's not enough for both of them. So who comes first? Rabbi Akiva says, as we quoted before, Chayecha koidmim, your life comes first. So in other words, when Rabbi Akiva says, Komoicha, it's not meaning that according to Rabbi Akiva himself, it's not yet the full, full, complete Komoicha. Says the Rebbe, but this is still not answering the question fully. It's not completely smooth. Yes, it's true that when it comes to life itself, your life comes first. But as long as we're not dealing with a matter of life and death, in a case where it's not about life itself, only it's about the Ava, is it really possible to have a feeling of Ava in your heart to the other person just like you love yourself? Furthermore, we say that this feeling of has to be, as we said, to every single Yid, even to someone that was over in Avera Rachman where Torah's Emma says that you need to punish him. To this person, you could also have that same sort of love. Says the Rebbe, this too is answered by something that Rabbi Akiva says, says elsewhere. Rabbi Akiva says, Chavivin Yisrael shenikru bonim lumokim yidin are especially beloved, they are called children to Hashem. If that's the case, all the yidin are children to Hashem, so all the yidin are brothers. So now we can understand how we could really love another yid, have a feeling to another yid. And furthermore, kamoicha, because he's our brother. In other words, when we think about the idea and we feel how another Yid is actually our brother, then automatically we'll start having those feelings of love to him like the love of brothers. And therefore it is possible to love every single Yid and no matter in which state he is, because all Yidin at all times are bonim lamokim, our children to Hashem. 
In fact, this is something else that Rabbi Akiva says. Rabbi Akiva says to Turnus Rufus Harasha, that even when Yidin are in a state of doing not what they're supposed to be, not supposed to be doing, it's a state where Hashem is punishing them. Nevertheless, in how is it? But it's like a king that is getting angry at his children. That means even in that state, we are still crewing bun and we're still always called children to Hashem. Says the Rebbe, another thing that Rashi hints by bringing the one who said it, Rabbi Akiva. A Talmud Mamulach, an extra clever Talmud, could still ask. He says, if you have to l'reach is in fact a klal gadol batoyre, it's something so major in the whole Torah, why is it only being said now in Parshas Kedoshim? This is quite a long time after Matan Torah, after the setting up of the Mishkan. But according to Rabbi Akiva, this again won't be a question. Why? Because he is of the opinion that that actually everything was said already at Har Sinai, all the general principles of the Torah, all the details of the Torah, it's only certain that things were repeated later, so in other words, when it's being said now in our parsha, it's being really being said the second time, the Torah is recording it now, but it was said earlier. If that's the case, according to Rabbi Akiva, of course was said already earlier at Har Sinai. The Rebbe now moves on to Yenushal Torah in this Rashi. The Rebbe says in regards to the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael, there are two expressions. As brought earlier, there's what Rabbi Akiva says, there's also the saying a number of generations earlier by Hillel, who said, Zui kola Torah kula, this is the whole Torah, and everything else is commentary. Now the difference between these two statements, as the simple words imply, Zek klal gadol means Avas Yisrael is a one of the klalim of the Torah. It's one of the rules, one of the principles in the Torah. It's a very, very klal gadol, a big principle, but nevertheless, it's only one klal in the Torah. He says, klal gadol b'toyrah. It doesn't say it's klal ha-toyrah. Whereas Hillel says, zui kola toyrah kula, this is the whole Torah. And everything else is only commentary. Says the Rebbe, with this we're actually going to understand why Rashi brings specifically the statement of Rabbi Akiva, not of Hillel. Because simply, Avas Yisrael is not the whole Torah. It's a klal of those mitzvahs, but you can't say it's the whole Torah. In fact, the Rebbe says, we see that when Rashi explains the Gemara, which in Gemara Rashi also explains derech pshat, but the pshat of Gemara, there when he explains those words of Hillel, the Allah sani this is the whole Torah, Rashi in fact explains that it's in fact not even speaking about the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael. Rashi says that what Hillel was telling the geir, the potential geir, what you don't like done to yourself, don't do to your fellow, lechavroch, is actually referring to Hashem. Re'acha is Hashem. Don't transgress, don't violate Hashem's words, and in that way it's kola teirakula. Says the Rebbe, according to the second pirush over there of Rashi in the Gemara, and it's in fact coming only as a second pirush, there Rashi says, what does lechavroch mean? It means literally your friend. But according to that, Rashi says that according to that, the Pirush of Kola Torah Kula would actually not mean all of Torah. It would only mean mitzvahs like Zela and Gneva, stealing and robbing and adultery. Most mitzvahs, but definitely not all mitzvahs. Says the Rebbe, we need to understand. So we have again, so we have the idea of, is it Kola Torah Kula? Or is it only um, Klal Gadol Torah? These are the two different ones of Rabbi Akiva and Hillel. And even according to Hillel, when we say, 
The question is, is it really even Kalatayra Kula? Um, again, simply it sounds like it's Kalatayra Kula, but according to Rashi and the Gemara, we see there's two ways of understanding that itself. So the Rebbe asks, since Eilu Eilu Divrei Likim Chaim, we need, a, we need, must say, they're really both of these expressions, both of these ideas, in other words, whether it's just a cloud Gadolba Torah, or it's the whole Torah, are both true, and they both could be explained out to So the question then is, if Avas Yisrael is Kola Torah Kula, then what's being added by the fact that it's only a cloud Gadolba Torah? As the expression is, Yesh B'chalal Masayim, money included in 200, included in the bigger picture, is a smaller one. Once you said already, it's all of Torah, what is being added by the fact that it's a cloud Gadol Torah, it's a big rule in the Torah? Especially, I said before, that what Hillel said was said many generations earlier than what Rabbi Akiva said. The idea that it's the whole Torah was said much earlier. What's being added by saying it's also a big rule in the Torah? Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand this by first prefacing a statement of Hillel. And Pirkei Yavis, of course. Havei talmidev shalor, Aaron should be from the students of Aaron. Oyev shalim, to love peace, etc. Oyev is habriyoyz, to love every creature. Umekarvon l'toyr, and bring everyone close to Torah. The question is, what is the connection between Oyev Shalom and Oyev Sabriyas to love everyone and bringing them close to Torah specifically? Avas Yisroel is about trying to do another yid a favor, not only spiritually, but also in all of their matters, both spiritually and physically. So why does it need to be emphasized in Makarv and Torah? So it's not that the explanation is that the mission is actually coming to clarify that we shouldn't come chas v'shalim to make compromises in Torah because of Avas Yisrael. In other words, when you love another yid, it has to be in a way that you're going to bring them closer to Torah, but not chas v'shalim, the opposite, to lower the standards of Torah to the, the spirit of the, the other people and so on, making compromises in Torah. The problem, however, is, according to this, Umakarvan the Torah almost seems like a side point. Just like a precaution, by the way, be careful not to lower the standards of Torah. It seems like to be a detail within Oyev Sabrius. When you're loving them, make sure not to lower the standards of Torah. But the simple reading of the Mishnah, it seems to be that a Makarvel Torah is actually as a result. You love everyone, that should bring you to bring them closer to Torah. And as is also obvious from Tanya and Peter Leiv, where the Alter Rebbe brings the statement of Amit Amid of Shalari and Oyev Shalom, etc., Oyev Sabrius from Makarvel Torah. And what does the Alter Rebbe explain? Loimar, this is to tell you that even those that are far from Hashem and far from Hashem's avoida, you need to try to draw them closer with ropes of love. And perhaps, maybe through all of your avi, you'll be able to bring them close to Hashem and avoid this Hashem. In other words, it seems like the whole point of bringing them close with love is to bring them close to Torah and avoid this Hashem. Yes, it's true that the Rebbe says that even if you don't manage, you still didn't lose out of the mitzvah of Avas Yisroel. But the question is, why is this such a big emphasis of part of the mitzvah of Avas Yisroel to bring them closer to Torah? The question is even stronger, based on what the Alter Rebbe explains over there earlier in the Patek, when he describes the Indian of Avas Yisroel. He says, Avas Yisroel is coming because Re'acha, your fellow, is a Yid, he has a Neshama. As the Alter Rebbe explains, Kula Masimo is that all of the Yidin are all equal, they're all the same. We all have the same father. That's why all Yidin are called Achimamosh. And that's why the Ava needs to be for every single Yid. Let me godly out cotton from great to small. Or to use the expression of the Mizritcher Magid, Arosha Gomor, Viatsadi Gomor. So if that's the case, since the Ava is not because of that person's state in Avoidus Hashem, but it's an essential Ava because of his Neshama, 
Why is this Ava connected with this idea of umakarvon l'toyra? Says the Rebbe, the explanation is, it's known what Chazal say, that machshavton shal Yisrael kodmo l'chol dover. The thought of Yidin, in other words, the Yiddish and Neshama, in Hashem's thought comes up before everything else. Even higher than Torah. Yisrael, so to speak, proceed, they are higher even than Torah itself. On the other hand, the Zoya tells us that the way the Yidin connect to Hashem is, Yisrael, Mizkashroin, Boerai, so the Yidin connect with the Torah. And the Torah is connected with Hashem, so the Torah connects them to Hashem, which sounds like the Torah is higher than Yidin. So the explanation is usually given, that the fact that Yidin are higher than Torah, that's when we're speaking in their highest root and the highest source. But as an Neshama comes down into this world, the Torah is higher than the Yid, and the way a Yid could connect with the Emishler is specifically through Torah. And that's why we also have these two opposite extremes by a Yid. On the one hand, because in his root, the Neshamas Yisrael are higher than Torah, we say, Yisrael, Afal, Pishachata, Yisrael, who even if he sins, he's still a Yisrael. No matter how many Averis he did, Rachman al-Litzlan, he never loses his status as a Yid, Chas v'shalom. Because the Eskashros of the essence of the Neshama of a Yid to Hashem is not dependent on his Avoid and Torah mitzvahs. But on the other hand, this itself brings that every Yid eventually, ultimately, will of course do tshuva. A Yid, of course, is eventually going to return to Torah and mitzvahs. Because since his connection, his bond, the bond of a Yid down here to Hashem happens through Torah, so that essential mila that the Yid has, that he's, that Yisrael, that he's always a Yid, cannot remain as something for itself without Torah and mitzvahs. In other words, it's going to have to lead you and bring you to Torah and mitzvahs and through that to reveal the mila of the neshama as well, how in essence the neshama is even higher than the Torah. So Zdafka, because he's rooted so high, and because he's one with Hashem, this will eventually lead that, of course, down here also, he should connect with Torah and mitzvahs and reveal that connection. Says the Rebbe, this will also explain to us these two extremes or opposite ideas within V'yahavta L'Reach HaKamoycha. On the one hand, the essence of the Ava, that's coming from the fact that Yidin are all one in their root, in their source. Where Yidin are higher than Torah. And higher than the measurements, the limitations, and all of the inyanim of Torah. And therefore the Ava to every Yid is exactly equal, even to those people that are so distant from Hashem's Torah and Avodah. Because at that point we cannot differentiate between a Tzaddik or a Yid that's distant from Torah. So too within the Ava itself is not limited only to Ruchnis of another Yid, but even going to be concerning all of his matters, including Gashmis, because it's the Gashmis of a Yid. But on the other hand, since the Metzis of a Yid is connected with Torah, as we said, so then the Avas Yisrael, even the Ava that's coming because of the Shoirish Nafshim, which is higher than Torah, but it's a mitzvah in the Torah. That means you need to love the Yid because Torah is telling you to do so. And therefore, according to the measurements, according to the limitations, according to the, to the parameters that Torah had set up within this, and in fact, as we said before, there were not allowed to make compromises in Torah for Avas Yisrael. In, to the extent that it will be even Yidin, the Rahman al-Litzlan, the Torah is going to tell us that we have to treat them in a way that Tachlis where we have to express a certain idea of hate. Says the Rebbe, this is also what Hillel is coming to emphasize and what the Alter Rebbe is emphasizing in Tanya, that the idea of Oyevis Abriyos, those that are far from Torah, Hashem and his Avoidah, needs to lead also to Makarvel or Torah to bring them close to Torah. Again, even though the Ava to them is of course because of their essential quality, that they're Yidin, and we need to love a Yidin, we need to help a Yidin, all of his matters, even if we're not being successful to be the Makarv to Torah. 
So what's this idea of a makarvel latoyer? Because just like regarding ourselves, the, our essential quality of a yid, our iskashras to Hashem, which is higher than Torah, cannot be separated and remain separate from Torah and mitzvahs. It has to lead us to fulfilling Torah and mitzvahs. Exactly in the same way as in regards to another yid, to the love of a yid that's far from Hashem and his avoider. That yes, specifically because we feel the etzah mile of another yid, we don't just stop right there, but that itself brings out the effort to try to make them into Torah yidin. In other words, since the atzmi is the kamayla of a yid, that essential quality of a yid has to come, become revealed, and that happens through Torah. So what follows is that when the, if the other person remains far from Torah, then he can never really have that po- proper feeling, that proper sense, that proper unity, which happens between him and all of the other yidin. That we're really one, that we're really brothers, and we all have the same essence. It's only when we bring them close to Torah, when we connect them to Torah, and through that with Hashem, that's when he can really sense and feel in a revealed way, also the essential quality of the Yid, that is higher than Torah. says that now we can understand the explanation of the two expressions regarding Avas Yisrael. Rabbi Akiva was speaking about the Klal of Avas Yisrael, how we need to fulfill it, with another Yid in his practical things down here, as in Hashem Beguv Gashmi, according to the limitations and the way a Torah set it up. And therefore we can't say this is the whole Torah, because if it would be the whole Torah, you might say, Chas V'Shalom, that all of the rules of Torah fall aside because of Avas Yisrael. Like we say regarding Pikuach Nefesh, that it pushes away the whole Torah. We don't say it's the whole Torah, we only say it's a Klal Gadol B'Torah, it's a Klal within Torah, and therefore it has to be done according to the instructions, the limitations, the parameters of Torah. However, Hillel is speaking about Avas Yisroel. Yes, it's speaking about down here as in Hashem of a guf, but in connection to the very essence and the very root of the the way Yisroel called Torah, as far as that level is concerned, then this is the whole Torah, the whole Torah is only for Yidin. It's all to bring out, the whole Torah is there to bring out to be Megala, the Maila of Yid. And since the quality of a yid, as they are brothers, as they are brothers because of the source of their soul, so since that comes out in the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael specifically, so therefore Zui Kola Torah Kula, this in fact is the whole Torah, the Idach Pirushu and everything else is only commentary.